Hello, and welcome to the Big Planet Comics Podcast. This is episode 137? Is that we're, right? We're doing it. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. That's a lot of episodes. That's because we're the most comprehensive <laughs> podcast in the universe. It's true. And the most... Of the internet. Uh, frequent? No, that's not true. No. Well, now we are. We're trying to be <laughs> trying to be weekly now. We'll see how that goes. Trying like, to be timely. Weekly and short and sweet. Um, but yeah, um, I am Nick. I am Jared. And this is the Big Planet Comics Podcast. Um, Deadly silence from all the rest of the people on our yeah, podcast. Yeah, we got nobody else here. So um, sad. Kelly joined Kevin and um, dying. Uh, they're they're all in heaven now. This is really awkward. No, uh, they're both alive. Oh, whew. okay. Uh, Kelly, well, Kevin is in Ireland, right? That's and a good excuse. Kevin will uh, probably be here at some point soon. Yep, he said he would, he wanted to come on for an episode, and uh, Kelly is busy. She's got a lot of things. Going I think on. she's a uh, she's dog sitting, keeping an eye on some dogs. Yeah. Um, and we might have Daniel on the show. Our Daniel's one of our uh, fellow employees. Uh, he might be on. Yeah, we're going to rotate it around, mix it up a little bit. But today's just me and Jared, so sorry. That's <laughs> what you're stuck with, everybody. Sorry. Uh, so what have you been up to, Jared? Uh, well, uh, we were both up to Free Comic Book Day. Oh, yeah. Which destroyed us yep. in that the was best way. Yeah. yeah. You you at least were horribly ill on the day <laughs> Yep. I'm still kind of sick. So you had a good excuse. I had a high fever, and <laughs> I was ushering in hundreds of people. Yeah. You're like, welcome to Big Planet Comics. I will get you sick. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. This is Big Planet. Blah. It was fun. Like, I got a fever. The only cure is more comic books. <laughs> well, we had a lot of people show up. Yeah, it was great. Right? Uh, it was great. It was good at all of the Big Planet locations. Uh, we had a line out the door the whole day. Yeah, it was bananas. Uh, there were a lot of good comics this year, too, for the free giveaways. I yeah. feel like some years there's some great stuff and a few that aren't really great, and this year felt good across the board yeah it was good marvel had a new avengers book and that was cool had all the kind of the all new all different all, all different. something <laughs> all something yeah um divergence came out divergence came which out is the dc follow-up to <laughs> convergence i guess <laughs> uh we got the first part of secret wars number zero yeah yep. uh we put out our own comic which was very exciting yeah. i don't know if anyone liked it but i liked it <laughs> it's pretty sweet uh man there's all kinds of good stuff all sorts Some of stuff. JoJo's Bizarre <laughs> Adventure comics. Um, Attack on Titan, which seemed to go over very well. It's true. Although a lot of kids kept trying to pick it up. I'm like, there's a giant dude eating people <laughs> on the front cover. Yeah. So that's what we've both been up to, right? It was I didn't a, do it was much a else very long that. day. Mostly yeah. just being sick. Yep. Um, spent the weekend doing nothing <laughs> but being sick and watching TV. I spent the weekend working. <laughs> and speaking of TV, uh, let's go to the news real quick. <laughs> Speaking of uh, TV, I spent um, part of my time in bed watching the end of the Daredevil first season. Yeah, did you finish it? Uh, I'm about halfway through. That oh, was okay. that was my decompressing That's from Free Comic Book Day. I started watching more and more episodes. <laughs> So I was doing like one episode a week or something. I watched a, a, a bunch every day for a while, and then I, I, I kind of had a lot of things to do. But this being sick helped me finish yeah. it. Well, I've heard and, a lot of um, people kind of complain that watching it all at once was too much. Yeah, maybe. I, I could see that. I've been doing one a week, and I think it, it does really well. Like Yeah. That. I mean, yeah, watching it like a normal show like once yeah. a week. It's a lot to absorb in, in, yeah. in that short amount of time. But the news is that Daredevil was renewed for a second season. Why? Which is crazy because I think the deal was supposed to be like, you know, they do one one of these 
four shows. Right. I mean, one season of these four shows yeah. and then do like the Defenders thing. Well, which I think I guess now guess is it going to be like building up towards a it really couple fast. seasons of each and then the Defenders. Oh, so they might delay the Defenders. Well, I mean, because they could do the because Aven- no, the Daredevil one's coming out the same this same time next year. Right. But they could do the, the Avengers <laughs> model where it's like they have the big crossover with all the characters and then Daredevil does his own adventures for. Another but I don't season. think any of the other shows will be out before the next season of Daredevil. Oh, I thought they're going to come out fast. No, they come out like every six months. Oh, like Jessica Jones is in December. Oh man, and Daredevil will be again in yeah next know, year, wow. February, March, or whatever next wow, year. Wow, that's crazy. So yeah, I don't know. Well, good for them. Yeah, I don't know if that's... even Luke Cage will be out by the time the next Daredevil one is. Oh, I thought yeah, I thought they're gonna be out. a lot faster than that. <laughs> so we'll see. They might ramp, f- ramp them up if they're doing this well. And so. I feel like um, they weren't, sh- they didn't plan on having a second season. I think for, for some reason because they. Killed off a lot of characters that they could have used more oh, in the no. second season. <laughs> classic, classic, uh, um, one and done superhero problem. Well, yeah, there's some. Yeah, and I'm not going to spoil anything, but yeah. Well, some, you know, it's like in the old Batman stuff where it's like Joker's great, let's kill him, and you're like, right. but he's the joke. You shouldn't <laughs> kill him off right away. Uh, in another piece of news, CM Punk was announced uh, as the writer of Drax for Marvel. <laughs> oh, really? So I guess yeah, they're going to have a. Gamora comic yep. a tra- and a Drax comic coming out. So now each of the Guardians and have their own Groot book. Comic. And there's a Groot comic coming out too. Um, but yeah, CM Punk is pretty interesting. He's he's still wow still at the writing thing. He's he did uh, some Thor annual write, and then he's doing some sports stories for Vertigo. Yep. And now he's uh he's got a full time gig at Marvel. So that's, that's pretty, pretty cool. interesting. Pretty that, interesting. Like, yeah. You can kind of parlay celebrity and a vague writing ability. Yeah, I guess there's probably a little bit of crossover with comic fans and wrestling fans. Sure, but I mean, think about how many like like rock and roll writers and like there's starting right. to sp- spread. But wrestling is the basically thing. like a superhero comic and like kind of weekly super TV show format, with some like <laughs> awesome scripting, lots of bad guys. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely like yeah. There's definitely like complex, not complex, but there's like some some, some plots going on. Some, some great <laughs> costumes. Yeah, yeah. Some definitely some flamboyant costumes. There's bad guys, good guys. <laughs> it's true. Um, uh, and the last piece of news is we finally got to see Jared Leto's Joker from Suicide Squad. Yeah, so there's definitely a mixed reaction to it. it. So describe that uh, if you, you can. Did you see it? Oh, I saw it. Uh, I just want to see if you can describe it. His Joker is basically he looks a little bit like Miley Cyrus. Uh, he's got okay. Miley Cyrus, like with, Miley Cyrus with green hair. Yeah, yeah, short green hair. Um, he's got a bunch of tattoos with ha 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 and smiley faces and gestures. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's got some platinum teeth, a yep. uh, grill. Yep. Um, and he's got a um a tattoo on his forehead that says "Oh, damaged." Damaged. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. I think um, I think the teeth were a good choice. Kinda, maybe I don't know. I think so. I mean, I like I I different thing. I guess they're kind of doing a more kind of. Street Joker, like modern um, Street Joker, yeah. And he could be where I mean, I trust Jared Leto. He's, he's yeah, he's a, a great great actor. actor. Um, um, and it could be good. I don't know. It's too much. I, so I, hopefully it, they'll tone I it heard down. That the the tattoos were a, not necessarily the real thing. Is that I, true? That was a, a thing that was like, yeah. The rumor is that this was just like a promotional thing. But yeah, at the same time, I bet it was just like they put it out, and then people were like, oh, we don't like this. No, like, oh, let's uh, change it. Yeah. Well, oh no, see, no, no, no. This wasn't never intended to be. But I can see it as like a good promotional thing. It's, right. It's kind of like his personality on him. But it seemed a little bit like um, <clears throat> I, I like the you know the Sony hack that happened. Oh it yeah. It leaked like this uh, email <laughs> right. about the Spider-Man movies. Right. Did you read that? No. <laughs> they were talking about it was like an executive like hey kids are into like this uh, EDM music let's have Spidey <laughs> listen to that and they're like 
Uh, let's have him say MBD because that's what all the cool kids say. It was like stuff like that. Oh my god! So this seems like that kind of thing where like there's like a committee old, like old white dudes like what are what are uh, what's kids, hip with the kids? Kids like uh, uh, grills, right? Uh, <laughs> give them a grill. Uh, tattoos, they like that. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, we we uh, hear the juggalos are big. Juggalos. Let's try to reach out to he them. Does look a little juggaloish. Um, but yeah. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. And they um, they put up the whole Suicide Squad picture too. Yeah, which uh, Will Smith. Yeah, Will Smith, uh, some weird some, killer croc looking like, uh, I don't know, he looks like a Goomba from the Meyer Brothers movie. The only one I saw was was Will Smith, and that was enough. I'm like, nah, I'll just... I'll and Harley Quinn just yeah. looks like... Um, Harley Quinn looked okay. Some girl that works at, like, Hot Topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. Uh, so anyway, let's move on to some questions. We actually have some. All right, our first question is from Safe. S-A-I-F? Is that what it is? Safe? I'd say Safe. Okay, Safe. Um, he says... Safe. He or she? I'm not sure. Tell us how uh, to pronounce your safe. name next time. <laughs> yes. We apologize. Uh, says, love the shorter podcast episode, guys. Oh. Which is, thank you. That was, my, that was my idea. I'll take all the credit for well it. Well done, Nick. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, it's uh, it works out better for us. It's a little makes it a little more flexible. Yeah. Make shorter episodes instead of... You know, one long one that comes out every <laughs> four weeks or three weeks or two weeks or whatever. We'll have a weekly shorter one. Hopefully. Um, yeah. So far, so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it says, just the right length for my drive to work. Excellent. Also, I have never heard the awesome ending music before <laughs> because I would never finish listening to the podcast when they were longer. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm glad you got to listen to the uh, ending music. Yeah, now. we liked our ending music. Uh, <laughs> you could also listen to this podcast on the way home from work. I'm just saying. Yeah, and I would say like that is not actually a question, but <laughs> more a bunch of statements. We like comments, critiques, um, thoughts. But yeah, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. Uh, and then here's an actual question from Michael K. I don't know which Michael K. This is. I'm trying to guess, but we'll see. Uh, it says, "So I finally read through all of Future's End, and well, it's not all that good. I only stuck around for the Batman Beyond section, and even that wasn't worth the co- the commitment." So I was wondering, has there ever been a series or book that you knew wasn't great, but you kept reading because you wanted to see it through or were hoping that it might get better later? Thanks for reading my question, Michael Gay. Wow. Um, <laughs> well, I will say, first of all, that Future's End was, uh, I read all of it. Um, I started skimming somewhere halfway through and uh, didn't quite read all of it, but I I've definitely finished it and it's uh not good. Yeah, it's not very good. Slid into it doesn't even end though. Um, it begins. Here's a spoiler. Uh, if you don't want to know about future's end, it begins with uh, Batman Beyond being in the future where like all these robots are taking over, and so he goes back in time to fix it. And by the end of the series, uh, the robots are taking over, and he's back to where he started. Yeah. So there's absolutely no point to anything sure and no there's, resolution there's the futility of trying, uh, i mean it would have been fine if the story was interesting yeah <laughs> but it's just really boring um but yeah what other series did you read jared that you thought oh, you man. should probably not be reading but you kept reading it just because i can't think of many uh like especially now there's so much good stuff coming out that even something that's only vaguely good i might right. come back to later yeah i mean now i'm drop. not i'm not i wouldn't do it as much but definitely back you in the definitely day, went through some tough tough times definitely though. back in the day i did it yeah, I would read, you know. I mean, anyone who survived reading the X-Men in the 90s definitely made oh, it through yeah. to, to the good times again. But that was because I was young. Yeah. I didn't know any Young and foolish. <laughs> well, I, st- I stuck with... Oh, what did I stick with for a long time? Uh, I Recently, I guess, I was reading um, George Romero's Empire of the Dead. Right. And I, f- I liked the first 
part of it and then yeah it started getting really worse and worse and i kept sticking with it and i eventually i gave up but i stuck with it long enough where i was like all right maybe it'll get better again and it was just like it just kept getting worse. well features in was a peculiar case because like normally if you're just like reading x-men in the 90s and it gets terrible it's like there's no guarantee it's ever going to be good again what but like features end is like we know this is basically a super long series, but we know it has a, a finite right. endpoint. So we'll see. Just because then, like, if you knew X Men was going to wrap up in ten issues and it was terrible, you might be well. I want to see how it ends. Right. So there's definitely been more like that. Yeah, there's know. also terrible series that I read oh, that yeah. I knew were terrible, and I, nah, enjoy, I enjoyed reading them. That's a different thing. Yeah, <laughs> you're getting a lot out of those <laughs> just because you know what you're going in for. Like, um, what was that? Arsenal's Revenge. Or whatever. What oh that my gosh! Called? Yeah. I don't remember. The one about Arsenal, like... Uh, Doing the drugs. Beating his girlfriend with a up. rope or whatever. That was with a dead cat. Uh, no, he bit a ho- beat a hobo up with a dead cat. I get so confused. <laughs> <laughs> that, if you... We I don't should, know. What, I don't remember what that, that was called. Again. Arsenal something. Rise and Fall uh, of Arsenal, wasn't it? Rise of Arsenal. Something terrible. Um, if you can go back and read that, please do, because it's great. Yeah. Um, all right, that's all the questions but we yeah, have. And, uh, now we got some reviews, right? Yeah, but uh, but yeah, if anyone else has questions, um, please uh, send them to us by any means necessary. Yeah. We do that Facebook. Yeah, oh, we, we, we send it we got, to our Twitter. We got Instagram now. You can send a picture. Of your, Whoa! Of your you can send a picture, question. Write it down. You can do a nice picture of it. Meet us in person and ask your question. Yep, we'll probably forget it, but you could write it down in person yeah. and give it to us. Yeah, you can skywrite it no, uh, the above best. the planet. Comment. Just call us beforehand so we can actually go outside say, and see it. I have a question about Daniel Clouds. Yeah. Skywrite it. Dan- Daniel Clouds. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Clouds. Who's Daniel Clouds? Um, all right. Let's do some reviews. We love comics. They're swell. Except when they're written by Scott Lobdell. I prefer important books like Louis Riel. It's time for reviews. All right. So. Oh, actually. Up, uh, <laughs> what? I forgot there was a question. Someone tweeted at us and they were like, who is that Scott guy you guys keep talking about that you don't like his, his or so there's something like who that you hate? And I'm like, we don't hate him. We just don't like his comics very much. <laughs> and I'm like, and don't do any research on it. Just pretend you've never heard of it. Speaking of Scott Lobdell, um, he's working on a bunch of Convergence things. Uh, we have first our book we have to review is Convergence Shazam, which is not written by Scott Lobdell, but Jeff Parker. Success. With art by Evan Doc Shaner. <laughs> it was fantastic. Uh, he did some. Yeah, what's he done? His he style did Flash is so old school. He did Flash Gordon, Silver Age stuff. Flash Gordon. Oh recently. yeah, perfect. Yeah. Um, he's Again, done, that he, classic he, old yeah. adventure style. He did a Superman short story and Adventures of Superman. He's done stuff here and there. All good choices for <clears> his <throat> art style. But yeah, he's perfect for this book, which is about Captain Marvel and the Marvel family. Um, and they actually called them Captain Marvel and Mary Marvel and stuff like that in this, which I was surprised because. DC now has to call them Shazam. Right? Oh, do they? Yeah. Oh. Um, because they can't use Captain Marvel. But I guess they can use it on the inside of the book, just not on the covers and stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so, yeah, this was very good. Uh, I haven't liked a lot of the Convergence books, but this one was definitely one of the best. Um, well, I think, like... The, it's one of the one that, ones that had, like, a complete story, almost. Yeah, it was also, like, the question that we reviewed, Convergence question. Um, it very loosely deals with the bigger convergence storyline that like the very opening of this is that convergence is happening around them and they're like we should deal with that soon well all of these have uh all of the issue ones have the same kind of template basically it's like they've been living under a dome for a while uh they need to fight a new hero a new a hero from another world they don't have powers the hero shows up at the end and they fight right but literally this one (laughs) is instead of two page spread of the dome you know opening and things happening it's the one panel on the very first page 
and then they're like, oh, but the dome hasn't opened up yet. And then the very last page is up, and the panel, the dome opened. So it's like yeah, this is everything the, that happens with without convergence yet. And this is one of the only ones that didn't have the the speech, the same speech that are. That's what I mean. Is the, the end of is, all of them? One panel on the first yeah. page. It was amazing. Um, so ba- yeah, basically, the story is about um, Billy Batson is and Mary Marvel are kind of investigating all these ongoing things that are happening in uh, their city. Um, but they don't have their powers, so they can't turn into Mary Marvel. They can't turn into Captain Marvel. Um, and they find out that uh, Dr. Savannah and some of the other monster society people are in disguise. And they're trying to destroy the city. And <coughs> Tawny, Taki Tawny shows up. Yeah. Um, and that's great. I mean, I, the thing I liked about this is it showed really well how they dealt with not having superpowers. Yeah. Because that's the other twist that converges. Yeah, and they were still Everyone's kind of lost like, their powers under these right. domes. And they're still kind of heroic, too. Right. Um, so it's like, if you don't have your major heroes around, how would you deal with it? And in your secret identities without any powers, how would you still try to carry on? And, like, Billy was doing a lot of cool stuff, like, you know, putting out his, like, radio program, always trying to, like, right. keep people's spirits up. Stuff like, I thought that was a very nice touch to it. <laughs> yeah, I like this one that basically has, like, a complete story in it. True. Um, there's one more issue, but that's, uh, the next issue, they're going to be fighting the Gotham by Gaslight universe. Oh, my goodness. I only that's knew that because that says that on the first page. I did not know that. <laughs> and that's why at the, the end. That's so weird. Yeah, there's a bunch of dirigibles show up at the end. It's very weird. Yeah, because. Um, hopefully the second issue will continue to be good. It's the same team, I think. Yeah, because this is an awesome Shazam story. <laughs> like, it gets the tone right. Uh, the art perfectly matches the Silver Age classic, even Golden Age. Yeah, Doc adventure Chaney, style. Is like I don't know how do I compare him to a um, little bit of like maybe Jeff Smith and the kind of yeah, old super, school. Super a little clean. bit. I guess Chris, Chris Samney would be the closest. Yeah, thing. with a little bit of Jeff Smith for the kind of more outlandish. Yeah, superheroes. But and very bad guys good. And stuff. Um, definitely the best Convergence book so far. Yeah, and oh my gosh, like when the Monster Society of Evil shows up, like <laughs> <They're incredible. laughs> there are some amazing scenes with them and some great dialogue. Uh, yeah, Jeff Parker does a really good job getting everyone's tones and stuff down. And yeah, just a really good standalone story. So even if you haven't read any Convergence, I'd highly recommend you pick this yeah, one Yeah, you can read this no matter really, really what good. you think about it, Convergence at all. Um, but next up, we have Mayday Number 1 by Kurt Pyers and Chris Peterson. Uh, so this is... So there's several books we're doing this week that are very strange. <laughs> yeah, this is two uh, weird ones. They're a- very ambitious in both this kind of storytelling they're trying to do, but also lots of different uh, viewpoints and stuff. This is another Black Mask book. They've been yes. ha- they've had a, a bit of a run lately with this, and uh, you can never go home. Had a little uptick in in quality. Yeah, yeah, Black Mask is definitely like starting to finally push out their schedule and have a lot of uh, pretty high quality books. Uh, so this one is basically a Hollywood story. Uh, the main guy is a kind of super famous director who, right out of the gate, has his you know Oscar-winning film, and then Terrence Gattaca is yeah, his, his name. name, which is amazing. Uh, and then takes all the wealth and prestige and fame of that, and basically holds up in a snooty uh, you know celebrity hotel for yeah, the next two years, has drugs. doing drugs, hooking up with people, and wasting and squandering everything, all this potential, all yeah. this worth. And of course, writing nothing and working on nothing, right. which just uh, of course is driving his agent and the ho- you know the studios <laughs> who gave him all this money up the wall. Uh, but this story of this kind of failed dude uh, is mixed uh, with this kind of semi cult leader guy whose name is very similar. It, his name is, and the character's name is Benicio del Cocaine. <laughs> so there's a lot of like weird sort of parody stuff going right. on here. There are definitely a lot of celebrity cameos. 
which are kind of funny and kind of strange. There's a lot of weird things going on. Uh, but yeah, so this Benicio guy is basically kind of a, I don't know. I believe someone compares him to trying to start the Manson family at some point. Yeah. And uh, he basically starts murdering people. And there's also a duo of hitmen running around with animal masks on. Who oh, are- no, they've got a... Uh- one is wearing a Frankenstein mask, oh, there you go. and one is wearing a, hmm, I don't know, maybe Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde kind of mask. Monster mask. There Monster you go. Monster mask. <laughs> uh, running around, assassinating people, and uh, then there is one of the women who hooked up with uh, Gattaca at the beginning, uh, or you know was at least over at this crazy party he threw the night before, who works at a bar, and then all their paths start to collide. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so this is... I wouldn't say it's a setup issue because a lot happens in this one. Yeah, definitely. Like but, Terrence keeps like showing up at places like where. Well, no, these these hitmen wearing monster masks show up wherever he is, and they just yeah. start killing people. So like at first, I was like, "Are these people even real?" Yeah, good point. But then the other girl sees them, and then you know, um, helps them fight them, and I it gets pretty interesting. And it's, in some ways, it's kind of got a structure like Pulp Fiction. You know, it's it's not jumping in time as much but it's definitely jumping from viewpoint to viewpoint and the yeah. stories are starting to wind together so yeah. i wouldn't say this is like a setup issue in that we don't really know where the story is going yeah but, but there's a lot of enough happens in it happening. that yeah there's a lot of cool hooks and uh gattaca and the the other guy whose name i forgot the crazy benicio del benicio cocaine, del cocaine He's, he name. seems to be doing something involving people in in kind of stasis chambers maybe we don't know there's definitely like just pages where it'll show something like that and you're like whoa all right we'll come back to that so it's super bizarre yeah so really really strange um but the art was pretty awesome um i think it worked well for kind of the fluorescent color schemes they did on this one the art's very good yeah Um, showing the weird nature of everything it's like kind of in that same school as like chris samney and doc shaner it's a little bit like kind of clean and um you know flat colors i don't know it's very good yeah and they had some uh, good bits with the dialogue and like some of the the like word balloons and panel layouts and stuff. I thought they were doing some good stuff with it. So yeah, it's very interesting uh, start. An intriguing one that is uh, worth checking out on the first one to see if you dig it, and then we'll see in the second one if it starts pulling all this together in some <laughs> sort of coherent fashion. All right, <coughs> oh, I'm coughing like crazy. All right, that was Mayday number one. Next up, we have Pisces number one by Curtis J. Weeby and Johnny Christmas. Curtis what is, they Weeby just worked on does... one together, didn't they? I forget what it was. Um, well, Johnny Christmas was drawing um, Did he do the Sheltered. Campus? He was drawing oh, sheltered, sheltered, which was not Curtis J. Oh, it wasn't? Somebody, oh, it was Brisson. Uh, right, but anyway, yeah. so, yeah, this is Curtis J. who does uh, Rack Wings, right? Yep. And he does um, Peter Panzerfaust. All kinds of good stuff. Yeah, this is a new one by him, and it's very, very weird. So this is the second one I was referencing <clears throat> in the kind of weird stories going together. Uh, so this one is this guy, Dylan, who shows up possibly drunk, possibly hurt, uh, by, it's, all right, he's definitely drunk, uh, <laughs> by crashing <laughs> his car into the front entrance of the emergency room, uh, stumbling in, covered in blood and already covered in bandages, interestingly enough, to try to find someone in the hospital and where a doctor basically beats him up and throws him out, uh, a doctor who knows who he is. Um, and then it cuts to... Two pilots who got shot down in Vietnam who are trying to survive in the jungle and escape getting caught by the Viet Cong. And then at the end, uh, there's another cut, and suddenly we're floating in outer space, and the dude's in a spacesuit. Yeah. And that's the end of the issue. So this is another one that is pretty, like, 
So I think this is the Even same as weird as that guy, is. right? In each of these stories, maybe because he seems like uh, when he's getting beat up, he kind of goes into a weird kind yeah, of. Yeah, basically every every shift between uh, setting has a kind of weird floating in water, bits and pieces of you know the guy kind of remembering stuff, and the panels are all kind of spread out as he flows from one to the next. Um. But yeah, uh, it's but we don't know. Very bizarre. <laughs> it might not be the same guy. Yeah, uh, it's interesting enough. I yeah. like it. I like Johnny Christmas art. It's actually gotten even better. I liked him unsheltered, and this is yeah. this is even better. Yeah, some of the scenes, especially at the end when he's trying to escape from the jungle and it's almost to the beach, are really cool. There's some brutal violence. Yeah, there's yeah um, some uh, kind of gross stuff. But yeah, it's 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 one of those books that's very hard to yeah see, put this into one words. Isn't quite a setup issue, but I feel like there was. And in some ways, that's enough to hook me. Yeah. Like, there's enough weird stuff going on in this, but in the other way, there's not a lot of payoff. There's no way like, to explain it. Like, yeah, I feel like, like this is a thing where after, like, it's done, you can be like, oh, okay, Right, you this look is back and see was. what he's paying off. Yeah. So this one's a little bit more of a gamble, but definitely uh, interesting and definitely something very Yeah, it's like watching <laughs> the first, different. like, uh, like 15 minutes of The Fountain and being right. like... You're like, what's happening? What is this movie about? Yeah, I think that's one of the problems with a lot of serialized comics is that some of these... Especially the ambitious ones that, you know, like Curtis Weeby's trying to write here, where it's obviously going to have a crazy tied-together right. ending with some, you know, a lot of shifts in viewpoints I feel and like, stuff, yeah, so. maybe it would be better service as, like, a graphic novel, right. maybe, or something. Yeah, or so maybe this might be, when it comes out in graphic novel, if, you know, this is even a two- or three-book series, you might just want to read the first one all at once, but... Yeah. We'll read the second one, let you know. Yeah, that was Pisces number one. What else we got? Next up, we have Two Eyes of the Beautiful number one by Ryan Cecil Smith. <laughs> this is more of a indie press one. Um, self-published. Self-published. Um, it's basically a kind of adaptation of Umezo Kazuo's Blood Baptism, which is a... Uh, Horror manga from I imagine the seventies. Yeah, probably. It seems like. Um, but uh, yeah, it's very very weird too. This is a lot of weird books this week. This one's about a kind of famous movie star again who has kind of this deformity growing on her face, um, and she oh it's a flesh eating disease she has on her face and she she wants to get rid of it. She asks this doctor, this weird mysterious yeah. doctor, what to do. He's like, move far away, go to the countryside, change your name, have a new identity, start a new life, and some when the time is right, I'll let you know what to do. And she's like, sure, I'll do it. Yeah, these are, this is like <laughs> such a Japanese comic setup. It's like so bizarre, but it's like such an interesting premise. You're like, sure, let's do this. Yeah. Let's see what happens. This is a great idea. <laughs> and then it cuts to like year, years later or so, something like that. Um, and this woman and her daughter are living under new names in this town, and her daughter brings over her beautiful friend young friend um who turns out the mother will have to uh kidnap in order for her to fix her face yeah like almost instantly like she's like why is this girl over here we're trying to be undercover and not make a big scene and stuff and the phone rings and this doctor's like hey i know i haven't talked to you in a while could you find me a beautiful young girl that i could do horrible experiments on she's like well good timing because look who just walked in the door and most of this book is kind of a weird uh, chase involving the girl and the mom trying to like capture her. Yeah, I don't know like the original Kazuo stuff, like how the art on it was, but like I think like Ryan's art on this is pretty cool because he'll do stuff where like 
it's a dark room and the mother's trying to grab this little girl and tie her up. Instead of like showing the fight and stuff, he just shows like the panels, yeah, and then like word balloons and sound effects of people screaming and shouting at each other, right. and like the sound effects of what they're doing, like like grab or tie or like right. you know sc- scramble there away. Close ups of people crying, right? And then they'll and be like, like screaming, but like the balloons and, and panels and stuff are shifted, so you can tell like the chaos and the violence of what's happening right. in the room. Uh, and then the opening and closing pages of the book are like these huge two-page spreads of just, like, scenes that perfectly set up the the kind of tone of everything. Yeah. I don't know. I it's thought that very, part was really good. cool. Yeah. Um, and this is all done on a risograph, so it's uh, self-printed, and then you can run it through with different amounts of color, and so it's largely uh, purple inks. Yeah. Um, but with some really nice gradations to the colors, so yeah, there's, like, the sure. shading on it is really, really good. Yeah, I really, really like this. It's super weird, uh, but there's two parts out, um, so definitely try and go grab both if you yeah, can find them. Yeah, I need them. to read part two. Yep, that's awesome. Awesome. What else so we got? So that's, uh, that's all the smaller things we had. Then next we have our big graphic novel that we like this week, which is, <coughs> yeah, I can't stop coughing. Uh, <laughs> Last Man, Volume 1, The Stranger. <coughs> so this is a triple uh, combo. The two, I think it's the two co-writers are Balak and Michael. Uh, how do you pronounce that? <laughs> that sounds about San Laville. Right. San Laville. Yeah. Uh, and then the artist is uh, by Bastien Vive, who is kind of like, I asked someone who's like super into like European comics. I'm like, who's the next going to be the next big guy? And he's like, Bastien Vive. And then, of course, this guy, <laughs> like immediately his, uh, this series got picked up by First Second. Is this First Second who's publishing this? Yeah. Yep, yeah. it's uh, like so three volumes. At least a three volume series, um, and this is the first one, and it is amazing. This is like it's great. This is the one of the best things I read this year so yep. far. Uh, man, I, so this is kind of like a cross of a lot of different styles. You've got some sort of Dragon Ball, like early Dragon Ball, you know, Kung Fu, Mortal Kombat tournament stuff going on, uh, but it's set in a magical world. So instead of just like really cool Kung Fu stuff, uh, you've got all the, the kung fu fighters in this tournament have magical abilities. So part right. of their fight is like, can I summon something to help me? Can I use a magic spell to help me? And then uh, the main character is this kid who, you know, has been training at the school for a long time, but is good enough that, you know, all the kids get to compete in the contest too with partners. Yeah. And so uh, the wrinkle is that he doesn't, is his partner gets sick? I can't remember. Uh, yeah, his partner's like the, the wimpiest kid oh, in right. school and he eats yeah. seafood and he gets really sick. Like every time he goes, yeah. So there's a lot of really it's, good uh, humor to this. Yeah, uh, he can't compete in the tournament because yeah. they, they always have to say, both be in it. Yeah, but they always say like, don't forget, don't eat think bad before you go into the contest. You, you know, you've got such a bad constitution. Of course he does. Um, so there's really funny bits like that. And then we're introduced to uh, the stranger, Richard. Uh, and he is kind of like, this guy from out of town who's kind of a rough and tumble type guy. <coughs> he's uh he's definitely like a rogue. Yeah, walking around always smoking cigarettes. Uh yeah. he's just here to compete. Yeah, the first just the, wants to win. The introduction to him is him trying to find the tournament and also try to find a place that sells cigarettes. Yep. Um which is hard to do in this town because this town's kind of like like a super religious kind of more spiritual kind of town. Um and so they're they're a little more laid back uh, than he's used to, and nobody understands his style. Yeah, you very quickly figure out that he doesn't know anything about this culture at all. It's not like he's no. going. He's like, I'm going to that weird town with the magical tournament. He's like, there's a tournament, and then he's like, they can use magic. So yeah. you, you can tell he's almost like he's from our world, and he somehow has showed up in this fantasy 
religious. But he's like a really good fighter. World. Yeah. And so um, he wants to join the tournament. He finds out he needs a partner. This and little kid's go. like, I need a partner. He's like, let's be partners. It's such a weird pairing. Yeah, it's amazing. But apparently, it's like a twelve-year-old boy. Yeah, and this but apparently that's grown fine. Man, yeah, um, fighting in a tournament together. But there's so much other stuff going on. Like uh, the kid's mom uh, is being courted by the head of the kung fu school that the kid's in. The fighting f- league or whatever. Yeah. it's called. and of course Michael is. You know, he's like <laughs> I think he's something like he's like, yeah, man, you you know your mom's a babe, right? You know, it's like completely oh, Richard. Yeah, Richard. Weird, like, inappropriate stuff. Yeah. Uh, but you know, there's well, some interest there between Richard and the mother. His mom is beautiful. I oh say. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just like such a great world building. It's so slowly built out. Like yeah. it, I was honestly surprised a few points when I'm like, wait, Richard doesn't know that they're using, ma-, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. That they slow, so uh, nicely slip it in. It's interesting. Almost all of it is kind of framed by this martial arts tournament. And so you get to see them kind of move up in the ranks. It's a little yeah. bit like Karate Kid. Some sorry. kind of Karate Kid type yeah. thing, but like a little bit of Avatar mixed in. There's people with wind powers and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's a lot of fights. I think uh, the art showing the fighting is really good. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of crazy techniques, like pulling some really weird styles and like magical abilities out. Yeah, I feel like like Avatar and Dragon Ball, yeah. this is kind of the thing. Um, and the art is amazing. It's a lot like, uh, I don't know, like maybe Karasquet a little bit. Yeah, definitely that style. Uh, a little but more kinetic, heavily, maybe. Heavily manga influenced, yeah. though. I mean, this is basically a response to kind of the manga wave showing up in Europe. Uh, so it's all black and white with like gray tones and stuff. But just uh, beautiful. Yeah, so good. Um, amazing and entertaining so, throughout. I, like I never got tired at any point. It was like, oh, move on. Right. I just want. I want more. It's and, always like, here's a crazy fight. Um, here's a scene between you know Richard and um, Adrian, like the little boy. Here's you know like relationship you, building with their mom with his or mom. Yeah, or like and, the mom going on a date with so like there's so many good bits of just like people talking yeah. to each other and like character building. Um, and then there's like all stuff Adrian with like his friends at the school and his enemies and rivals at the school. Yeah. And uh, this book's amazing. Highest recommendation. So good. The highest possible. Yeah. It's very, very good. Probably the best thing I read this year. I don't know. It's very close. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah. That's everything for this uh, this week. So we'll be back next week. Uh, <laughs> more people, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully, yeah. Hopefully <laughs> and, I won't be uh, coughing the entire time. Maybe Nick will be better by then. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So if you, again, if you have any questions, Send them to us at Big Planet. Comments, anything. Yeah, and Facebook, on Twitter, Gmail, whatever. Podcast um, at Big Planet Comics, whatever you got. Yep. Um, and do we have anything else? Do we have anything coming up? Fourth uh, of July sales, our next big one coming up, will be 20% off everything. I yep. should remind you about that a little earlier, I suppose. <laughs> but yeah, it's a thing coming up. And uh, yeah, hopefully next week we'll have Kelly back, possibly some, uh, some Surprise new faces. Surprise guests. We'll see. All right. Um, that's it. Uh, Alright, you're doing it.